0: Welcome to Six in the Mix. A band of brothers talking faith, family, sports, and politics. Join us on our journey. Welcome to episode 29 of Six in the Mix. We have just five of us today. Ethan is uh, working on some some transitional stuff and exciting uh, news in his life. I'm sure he'll share with us uh, in the future. Uh, But we just got Jeremy, Ryan, Don, Ben, uh, and Matt. And so we're gonna we're gonna jump right into it. So the week that was, gentlemen, is the border crisis, NCAA tournament, uh, Biden on the steps. What do you want to chat
1: about? Well, I'm done with my uh, tournament selection. Bye, Jeremy, Let's I'm done. Hey, and Biden fell up the steps. That was that was actually you know an interesting moment. What is interesting about it is how our media played it. That the wind knocked him over. It was the wind that knocked him over. I I. Okay. I've never fallen on steps by the wind. It's always been my own doing. I just want to know what, what is your, you know, what you, what's your take on this guys? There's
0: two big gusts of wind.
1: Jeremy. Yeah. Two big ones. Right off the tarmac. I mean, I, I guess so. I did see something that was a little humorous and it did. It wouldn't matter what president it was, but they showed this, uh, they showed uh, Trump at Mar-a-Lago swinging a golf club. And then they superimposed a golf ball coming in and hitting uh biden in the head while he fell over and the the caption was just like four (laughs) it was pretty funny
2: (laughs) yeah i wouldn't have been i didn't think it was a big deal when i first saw it i mean it's like oh yeah he fell up the steps happens to everybody but the fact that yeah the media just completely thought it was a non you know just i mean it was just funny the way the media reacted to it and how they uh they were all over Trump for taking a a shuffle down a ramp because yeah. it might have been slippery. They were saying they they devoted all this all stories and stuff like that and how he there I think there was another one where he he grabbed a, a coffee cup by two hands and sipped it and he, they were like, "What is happening to our president?" Blah blah blah. And they spent stories and story and story upon that for that. So yeah, I just thought it was hilarious that they just thought that this was a non-issue or didn't didn't want to concern themselves with it.
0: Well, what was funny was that uh, you know, Joe Biden had come out with a commercial back when, you know, Trump shuffled down that ramp, like, Hey, look at me, run up the steps. I'm i I'm a fit president. You know, like he played off of that. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, the wind, all oh, this and that. And it wasn't one stumble. It was a stumble. <laughs> and then he gathered himself and then he stumbled again. It's like, and granted that happens to everybody. I think Mike yeah. Pence happened, you know, it, it, all of us trip, you know, it's, it, it, it sucks um but it's just interesting yeah the, the the two spins on it is just it's just it's just
2: what was he wiping his knee down like I, what you know when he was w- walking up those steps he like took a while to gather himself and look down on his knee like he'd like i don't know what it was i thought it was kind of weird the way he uh was like would he scuff his knee or something like that or and then try to clean it off on his trousers i don't know i, th- I thought it was weird but mm-hmm. it was funny
3: well all I know is that with, doing a self assessment. <laughs> with with Gerald Ford, he had an issue like that too, and he became a laughing stock for the rest of his presidency. But with the media, the way they're protecting Biden, I can't see that happening here.
2: What was Gerald Ford? I don't. I, I, I guess I wasn't old enough to remember this.
3: Yeah, I mean, so Don, you and I would have been little toddlers at this point in time. But Ford, I think it was a similar situation with a, a stairs and a plane, if I recall. But really? he, okay. he, yeah, it just, he became a laughingstock. Nobody could take him seriously after that. I mean, granted, I'm sure he was much younger than Biden, but yeah, you just have to, everything has to look so right and professional. You, you can't have anything go wrong. Otherwise people will tear you apart unless of course you're, you're Biden and the media it is just going to protect him to the very end.
0: Any thoughts on the uh, border
1: crisis? Yeah,
3: it's a crisis.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It's a problem. I mean, they. Pe- I heard people it's are, not. You know, they they're downplaying that too, and I I I feel bad for I honestly do feel bad for those that are down there. Interestingly enough, I have some family that live in Arizona, in one of the border uh, towns, and they said it's madness. It is madness, um, and they can't do anything about it. Uh, really, they are so overrun, and that all their resources are are used up. They have nowhere else to put people, and uh, I just read an article today that you know what? I think I think the Biden administration released something like fifty nine million or forty nine million or something to put them in hotels and, and that kind of thing. So I don't know. I I, I really think it is a, a big problem, and one some things that are going to have to really be answered uh, quickly um, to the American people because who's paying for it? What, what's really happening here? What is going on? Um, It'll be interesting to see how this plays out, particularly this week, I think. So,
3: well, I'm just glad we finally have some leadership in the White House. We'll get it figured
2: out. We'll circle back.
3: As
0: long as we got some
3: geometrical
0: shapes uh, leading the way, we're, we're in great shape. So, all righty, going to turn over to Jeremy to get us going on uh, topic number one.
1: So it is spring, officially, and the sun is over the equator uh, about 12 hours a day now. And so, of course, in the Midwest, we're getting more and more sun, those of us that live there. Uh, And it's starting to get warmer out. And that, of course, brings around all kinds of activities that we'd like to do outside. And uh, I know that around here, it's been actually unseasonably warm, about 15 degrees warmer than usual uh, at this time of year. There are people out doing all kinds of things. And I think there are many people that are really uh, antsy and, and eager to get outside. So not just outside, but what we're going to do is kind of throw the question out. What do you, what do, you do in the spring? What's, what's your activity level for your family or maybe even uh, just ourselves and answer that question and maybe some things you like to do in the spring? What does your spring 2021 look like? And uh throw that out there. So Ryan, I see uh, uh see you're gonna be first here, and then we're gonna go to Matt, Dunn, and then uh Ben. So Ryan, what does your spring look like? What do you what do you do in the activity of uh the warm weather starting to come around? What what uh what happens in, in your household?
3: Well, where we live, we do have several trails nearby and once we are assured they are not sloppy or snowy or muddy, we uh, like to get out on those trails and just and hike. Uh, So we're we're grateful we live in an area that's got several opportunities to do that. And really, this year has been great because we had warm weather pretty early. So it was a week or two ago we were able to get out to one of those um, wildlife areas and and walk around when normally early March in Minnesota, it's it's unheard of. So we were really happy to do some of our early spring hiking uh, early on. Shall I say late winter, pre-spring, that was great. I think. We, what we've done in the past that I'd like to do again this year, potentially, is get up to Duluth. And I know we talked a little bit about this last fall. Some of you guys, I think, got up to Duluth in the fall. And what I found in my experience is that there are less people up there in the spring. Uh, And so I think it's a great time to get up and if you like Duluth, a lot of scenic things up there to do, hiking, uh, walk along the shore of of Lake Superior and uh, yeah, just get out and enjoy nature because we're so cooped up all winter long here in Minnesota. There's no feeling like it. I've lived in Georgia. I've lived in Florida. I lived in Missouri, Oklahoma. But in Minnesota, you've got these three, four months where you're, you're pretty much locked in. You know, you you can't really get out and and enjoy it. Now, some people say it's not a matter of the weather; it's how you dress for it. You, you don't have to be stopped doing anything if you dress appropriately. And I I get that, but just to be out and enjoy fresh air after so many winter days inside is is so refreshing. So now that I'm back in yeah, Minnesota, here, here. I really really appreciate the springtime to get out, and I can't I can't wait to start playing tennis here in the next few weeks too.
1: Good. Sounds like you got your uh, your spring plans already in motion and uh, kind of made. That's that's exciting. And it is. It has been a nice a nice spring so far, and being able to see all those snow piles melt and be gone, and kind of ish, usher in that green uh, uh, green season that's to come. Yet, uh, I know we're going to get some rainy uh, months or a month or so of rain, but that's that's okay. We can deal with that. At least it's not snow. Matt, how about you guys?
0: Yeah. So I mean, outside of the traditional getting the bikes out and actually for one of my daughters got a skateboard this year so Layla my 15 year old is is uh, taking a skateboard everywhere she's going a uh, lot of bikes that we do that but uh, we've got a trip uh, we're t- actually taken for Easter uh, down to see family down in Louisville Kentucky and so we're really looking forward to that trip and then we've also enjoyed Columbus quite a bit and so we've got we took an impromptu trip there a couple weekends ago uh, but we also have one kind of like a celebration for the end of the school year uh, down to Columbus, and there's an Airbnb that's at a farmhouse that we really enjoy, and so uh, girls are looking forward to that. Maybe go to the Columbus Zoo, uh, but yeah, we just just out walking around. Uh, we've got a our neighborhood is is nice, about a 65 home community, and it's got a it's got a sidewalk all around it, and so uh, we've just been out uh, either biking around or walking around that. So uh, it's just it's just great. I can't can't wait for the the warmer weather to come, and then obviously with that baseball, so
1: nice. And you got your grill going, so that's that's a bonus this year. I, we saw some uh, some photos of that uh, Texas Delvis, so that's it? that's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right, Don, how about you guys?
2: Well, yeah, I think I'm all springed out. Um, I think uh, it's time to sh- for the snow to fly. I am. I've got. Uh, I've been outside walking this stinking dog for miles every day and it's getting old i'm just like jen's telling me oh we gotta take the dog off we walk." like no 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 more walks for this dog this dog has got to be the best shaped dog in the entire northern hemisphere this thing is this dog is ripped and he's only like 11 pounds oh man so yeah i think uh I mean, we just spent so much time outside with that dog and walking it around i'm just done with it so i'm ready to to uh yeah, I I kind of look forward to the later months where we can just hunker down inside. So, uh but I'll look forward to yeah, pulling out the Traeger grill and uh and uh, we did that year round anyways, but uh there's something about having it out outside on on the patio and uh playing a little uh baseball in the background and and uh, grilling it up. That's that'll be fun, so. I look forward to that, but just as long as I don't have to go too far from the house. Good.
0: So so <laughs> hey, quick quick question for you, Don. So in the winter in in the winter, do you grill in the garage
2: then? Yeah, I'll grill in the garage. Yep. Gotcha. Absolutely. Yeah, you fire that thing up. Uh just you know, leave a crack open if you want. If you can leave a crack open on on the garage door, but uh I usually have it open for the most part, but uh if so Wow. So yeah, you can grill that you can grill in inside inside there in the garage.
1: It's intense. Um, so so if you don't like walking your dog, nice, does that yeah, mean you like nice, load slow? <laughs> low and slow. Does that mean you don't like mowing the yard either? Or do you like do you enjoy mowing your yard?
2: Oh, I loathe mowing the yard. I I I have tried no! to convince my daughters to mow the lawn and they will refuse to do it. I, I cannot get them to do it. Um I used to have some neighbor boys. I used to have some neighbor boys, and I pay I paid them to mow my lawn. But of course, they're they're grown and and uh, moved out. So, so there goes that idea. So uh, I loathe it. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm too cheap to have somebody come out and do it because it's really only like it's a 45 minute job. And I'm just like <laughs> I can't justify paying money to have somebody come out and do it like a big outfit unless it's some 12 year old kid that I can rip off. <laughs>
1: oh you're not ripping them off you're teaching them work ethic you're 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 doing that kid a favor really so i mean there's got to be somebody in your neighborhood Uh, really all right ben how about
2: you guys
4: and i love mowing the lawn i i haven't uh allowed my oldest to use the lawnmower yet because i want that job i love mowing the lawn um yeah so we you know some of you have mentioned some (laughs) things we've done our our uh grady our oldest again he Seems like every year, the last three years, he's been um, sized up to the next bike. He's growing like a weed, so we had to pick up a new bike this weekend, and he likes to get out on that. Um, We've got spring break coming up here in another week or week and a half, so uh, we'll probably head up to our in-laws, have a um, cabin in northern Wisconsin. We'll probably head up there for a a few days and kind of get that opened up and ready to go for the spring and summer and get the kayaks out and four-wheelers and some of that Fun kind of stuff. So we we um, looking forward to getting back outside without needing stocking caps and mittens and and ready to let her rip. Very good. Um,
1: yeah, for for our household, uh, we do some of the same things, but because we live out in a place that's kind of a little bit out out of the uh, city limits, um, our kids kind of have a, the run of uh, quite a quite a bit of space, and so it's nice to open the doors and let them just go and have a great time finding their own little trouble to get into um, having a great time in the uh, farmer's fields and the mud and everything else. And I, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of nice to live in that kind of a carefree zone. But one thing that we, I really enjoy doing this time of of year is uh, getting a garden ready. I really love to to get in a garden and and grow uh, produce. I enjoy that a lot. Um, Just kind of the, uh, I, I don't know, just to be able to see, fruit uh, come out of the ground uh, in relatively short amount of time and see the labor of your work is kind of a, a good thing for me to do just because I don't get to see that maybe necessarily uh, in my profession uh, dealing with kids I mean you see you see good things happen but sometimes developing kids takes a little bit longer than a three three month growing season so I like to do that um, we'll get involved with some some Walking and running, uh, my wife and I are going to try to do that a little bit more this year to keep in shape and uh, keep active. And then uh, we've got we've got a graduate this year, so our spring is going to be laced with getting our place ready to host a graduation party and uh, enjoy a bunch of family and friends out at our place. And so we're kind of gearing up for that, doing some some home remodeling as well this summer uh, when I get some time uh, to be able to put some things that. My wife wants in place, and uh, so we're going we're gonna to strive to get that done this summer. So we got, a, we got a lot of things in the spring coming that will kind of bleed into the summer, but still having a, a good time with the fact that it's warm enough to get out. And then we are also going on spring break, and we're going to travel down to Florida in a week and enjoy some time down there. Um, the temperature is supposed to be around 90, so that's going to be a little bit of a culture shock for us but one that uh, a swimming pool will cool down quickly and we will be just fine and dandy uh, there in uh, Kissimmee. So looking forward to that. Well, that's good. I'm glad we all have pretty good um, schedules for the, for the spring and it looks like they'll bleed into the summer and we'll have some some good times with our families and our uh, just our friends that we have in the area that we live. So Get
4: pumped up. up. <laughs> I like it. I'm ready. Ryan, there's <laughs> shenanigans going
0: on. You didn't even have one word of the first two up yet. I didn't mean it. I know the clue giver.
1: Shenanigans. Oh, that's great.
0: Yeah, so that's a. It's so fitting during like the NCAA tournament time. So Don, great job putting that intro together. So uh, Don reached out and said, uh, you know, had, had, a, had a busy week like like most of us do. And, uh, you know, putting the end of these, the trivia on the initials game, I can attest to, does take time. So Don just said, hey, I, I, uh, I couldn't put one together this week. But Don, you so inspired me that back when our family took a trip, I put together my own initials game for the family. And so even though, you know, we didn't really talk about it, you know, Don said, I can't do it. I said, Hey, I'm going to sub my family's one. in." now do keep in mind, some of these clues aren't probably on the same par as Don's. And I haven't done any type of shenanigans with Ben on this, but, uh, these might be a hair easier. So, and because, so some of these will be, so here, here, here's, here's the rules. Uh, the the initial for this one for this game for this round is S. Some of the answers are one word, and some of the answers are two words, and the two-word answers don't necessarily have the second word starting with S. Are you with me? So I just kind of started with S as I was putting this together on my own. Does anyone have any questions about that? S is really the only letter you gotta remember. Any questions? Alright. Sounds like we're good to go. All right. <laughs> and is it item number one is that what you use, Don? it's item number one all right i'm gonna try and do my channel my best don all right item number one clue number one came into being on november 2nd 1889 clue number two 17th largest by area amongst its peers 45th most populated amongst its peers.
3: Ryan. Ryan. Go ahead, South Ryan. South
0: Dakota. That would be correct. It is South Dakota. Nice job. Nice job. All right. So Ryan's got one.
2: How did he know South Dakota? I could have been like South Carolina or why South Dakota, Ryan?
3: Well, Minnesota came into being around, I think, 1859. So it's a little bit after that. But then when he said 45th most populous, I uh, knew it was a pretty small state in terms of population. So that's what led me there.
0: Item number two, clue number one earliest known use of these was in 2000 B.C. Ryan. Clue.
3: Done. Go ahead, Ryan. Sundial.
0: Oh, that troubles me quite a bit. I think I heard Don. What's, uh
2: you get i'm gonna say scrolls
0: oh this is great
2: <laughs> so we got half of the squad out
0: after uh, clue number one gotta cue the background music up again and uh we'll move on to i don't we're not on the second clue are we no. all right clue number two this is related to balance Clue number three, used to assess relative value of an object.
1: Jeremy, uh, it's got to be a scale. Go ahead, Jeremy. That is
0: correct. Nice work. Nice work. All right, so we got Ryan with one, Jeremy with, Jeremy with one.
2: Is all that right. Jeremy's like? Is that Jeremy's like first right answer in like three episodes? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe four.
0: He's not as bad as me, Don. No, he's gotten. <laughs> he's, no, he's 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 uh, he's fended pretty well. He's done pretty well. So, what did? Didn't you get? Uh, what was that one last episode? Oh, anyway, you you got a bunch of them. Anyway, all right. Item number three. Clue number one. Related to makeup. Clue number two. This word was transliterated from Greek into English. Clue number three. Its literal meaning is without wax.
4: Ben. Sincere. That is
0: correct. <laughs> Nicely done. Nicely done. All right, we we've got a game. One to one to one, and us as trivia guys, Don, we're not the best at trivia. Once we're having to answer the
2: questions, <laughs> the truth.
0: <laughs> oh man! All right. Okay. Item number four. Clue number one. Discussed in Genesis. Clue number two. May have originally had legs.
4: Brian. Jeremy. Ben. Don.
0: Ben. I heard Ben first. Serpent. That is Nice. Good work. I'm, I'm seeing some hands
3: up. What's uh, what's going on?
2: Boy, we're gonna have to go back to the tape on that one.
3: Was was I really not the first one in? No,
0: first, uh, first, first, voice that I heard was Ben, and then there was a chorus of names after Ben's. But yeah, Ben was clearly in front. So,
3: boy, this this delay is bad.
0: <laughs> I think it's I think it's perfect. <laughs> all right so we're at uh two for ben one for ryan one for jeremy and we're on item number five clue number one process done mainly to us
1: jeremy clue jeremy sanctification
0: done nicely done it's funny when i when i did this one my wife got it on the first one too (laughs) because we're 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 obviously talking about you know sanctification and stuff too at home so um some of these are uh semi-related to the the podcast even though this was for the family so all right so we're at two two and then ryan with one and and don is uh eagerly waiting his uh, comeback bid so All right, this is what? Item number, are we on item number six? Item number six, here we go. Clue number one, a dividing line between two continents. Clue number two, plays a strategic role in military conflicts. Number three, construction began in 1859. Brian took ten years to complete. Ryan. Suez Canal. Uh, that would be correct. Nice job. Ooh. So we are two, two, and two, and nil. So this is as yeah, is tight. Oh boy. Okay. You have to be on Johnny on your on your toes here. Remember some of these were done for the, the, the younger of my children. So <laughs> item number seven, clue number one. An annual event since 1966. Clue number two. Pizza sales skyrocket ahead of this event.
4: Jeremy, Ben,
2: Ryan, Don, Ben,
4: Super Bowl.
0: That is correct. Nicely done, Ben.
2: There's no way. Is there more? Jer- is
0: there more?
3: Delay. Jeremy, Don, are you hearing the same names coming in at the same order? No. No,
2: yeah. I hear my name first, and then
3: yeah. That's what I hear too. There there is something warped with this timing here.
2: <laughs> the, shenanigans, the shenanigans. Well I can tell you that yeah. Ryan, for is is
1: fair play. Ryan is not gonna win, I can guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what are we at? We're at th-
0: Ben's got three, Ryan's got two, Jeremy's got two, right? Yeah. Hey, all right. I have a
3: question for Ben. Ben, are you when you see Matt talk, are you is his uh sound? matching his motion visually
4: yeah really close yeah. yeah
0: so some of there there are some delays in the video so just for our yeah, you know, i guess if you're listening to this podcast you'll also see there's an option for video so we are trying to video podcast for the first time and it is making the initials game that much funner i will tell you that <laughs> so, all right does come down to this item number eight clue number one named after the Roman god of wealth Clue number 2 comprised mainly of gas Ryan Ryan go ahead Saturn That would be correct Wow All right so it comes it comes down to this so Don, in in this case, when we have a true tie, is it just Ryan and Ben going mm-hmm. after this last one? Yes. Okay. All right. Just to uh, – So that should help with your delay. But it seems like Ben is a little bit more Johnny on the spot on the on the delay than you are, Ryan. So
3: <laughs> yep.
0: better better be focused.
3: Yep. You're right. You're right, man. Story of my life. Odds stacked against me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, You're right. Whatever. Right. Oh, I needed to have the baby crying as a sounder—that's for sure. <laughs> anyway, all right, we are in—we uh, are in sudden death. Clue number one: both man-made and natural. Clue number two: found in the tissue of most plants. Clue number three. Americans especially are lovers of this. Clue number four. Falls under the category of carbohydrate.
1: Oh, come on. Give me a shot. Clue number number five.
2: Did Ben
4: say his name?
0: Ryan. I haven't heard any names.
4: I thought I heard Ben. I tried. Ben, did you say it, Ben? Ryan. I tried, yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, well. It, so, Don, did you hear Ben's name first then?
4: Yes, I did hear Ben's All right.
0: name. All right, Ben, go ahead.
4: I don't know that I've got it right. I was going to say sodium.
0: That is. Ryan. I heard All right, Ryan, I did hear your name, so no more clues. <laughs> well, apparently I hit that sounder a couple
4: times.
0: <laughs> oh, what is what is going right, on Ryan, here? Ryan, you got it. Your guess. Sugar. That is sugar. Correct.
1: Oh, man. You
0: got it, buddy. You got it. Sugar for the W. That's that's it for the initials game. Thoughts? Thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, it was good, Ben. I can't believe Don didn't score at all.
0: All right, we're gonna turn it back over to Ryan.
2: I would have if I if I had uh, had uh, if I would synced up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> It's always hard hard to be the uh, trivia person, that's for sure. So, All right, going to turn over to Ryan for Calling Your
3: Shot. All right, so this week in Calling Your Shot, we're following up on an earlier episode of Calling Your Shot when we talked about our favorite hymns. And on the previous episode when we discussed hymns, we focused in on the older hymns, especially before 1980. But as we are aware, there have been a lot of great hymns written since 1980. And so I thought we would just get a, get an idea of where we all stand with some of these modern hymns. I'm guessing when we were all going to college together, uh, these modern hymns weren't, weren't around too much even then. I, I think they've really come to prominence since about 2000. Uh, so it'd be interesting to hear uh, what you guys would identify as your favorite modern hymn um, in this uh, episode of Calling Your Shot. So let's start with Matt Matt, um, what would you identify as your favorite modern hymn?
0: Well, I'm going to have two runner-ups. So maybe I should save my runner-ups so I don't take anybody else's. I don't know. Maybe I should go last. Can I go last? Can I make that change?
3: Sure. Yeah, the first shall be last. That will be the case today for sure. So let's go on to Jeremy. Jeremy, you you are – a man of many talents and uh, you can certainly sing a tune master you, of none. Do you, do you lead music music at your church right now or no?
1: Yeah, I, I do on occasion. I mean, I, there's a rotation of us that go through. And so today I was actually on this morning and uh, so that was good. And I, I enjoy singing. I do, I do love singing and I love singing the old hymns. I love singing the new stuff. So um, for, but for me, the, the hymn that, I guess um, comes to mind, and and it, the, the the just the lyrics and the way that it's sung uh, is um, complete in thee, and uh, it's it it has a it, it has a new kind of you know flow to it. I don't even know actually who wrote it. Um, I think maybe. Um, I don't, I don't remember. I don't know if it's a Getty song or not. But anyway, I, I just love the, me- the message. The, the, the chorus says, Yea, justified, O blessed thought, and sanctified salvation wrought. Um, thy blood hath pardoned, bought from me, and I shall stand complete in thee. And as I, as I sing that song every time, I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just brought to my knees and cannot under, understand or even imagine how that truth is possible uh, but i know that in jesus christ and his shed blood for me that that is that is possible and so by faith i believe that and so that that song um especially when i lead it i like to sing it an a cappella and uh in our church we've got a big a big a frame building and it it is just it's outstanding in the um just the the way it bounces off the ceiling and and people sing that just beautifully with parts and it's it just it's wonderful so Complete in complete in thee is mine. Nice yeah, choice, great one,
3: Jeremy. All right, Don, down. How about you?
2: Uh, this one's pretty easy for me. I was going. I'm going to say in Christ alone. I think that one just gets me every time. I love that song. Love singing it. Love singing it in the shower. Love singing it in church. It goes goes good anywhere.
3: Yeah, it does. In fact, uh, back in the day, roughly two thousand five, I think you and Matt sang a duet at my wedding of "In Christ Alone." I don't know if you remember that.
2: <laughs> I do.
0: Did we? I I, I do not remember that.
2: Well, oh, it's nice of you to remember.
0: Oh my! <laughs> I was just waiting for the. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting for the casino after. After. The That's casino. all I was looking forward to. Oh my! Gosh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: clear (laughs) (laughs) he he blanked through his whole song because he was looking forward to the casino i i need to get out the cd and play it for you bring it back to your memory
0: oh that'd be great i would i would love that i honestly man i do not sad to say it's my 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 memory might be shot i don't i do not have recollection of the wedding. I remember the aftermath. I remember you coming out to the car. I remember us, you know, trying to tail you for a little bit and then we peeled off and and had some some good clean wholesome fun. Um but uh yeah, it's uh, I I do not remember singing.
3: I don't. Goodness. What what were you doing the night yeah. before? I thought we were just playing RBI. <laughs> <laughs> I got beat so bad by you. I I
0: couldn't remember a thing. It took me most of the day to get you know get my thoughts back. So
3: I guess it oh, wasn't man, in Christ alone. Stuff. You don't know. All right. <laughs> 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 yeah, okay. I guess that's not my favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right, Ben, get us out of this uh, this quagmire.
4: <laughs> yeah, so a couple of years ago, we were fortunate enough to have the Gettys come through our church and do a concert, and they've got so many great, Modern song, so it's hard for me to narrow it down to just one. But um, the one I would nominate right now would be um, "His Mercy Is More." I just I really like that one. I remember too when we were kind of when everything was going on last March, the Gettys were doing some family sings on their Facebook page and stuff, and they were having their girls sing the song with them, and it, it was it was kind of a neat um, thing to to watch with my family and and watch a few of those especially when things were pretty quiet for the first few weeks of of everything with the pandemic but that would be my nomination would be his mercy is more
3: hmm. nice good good choice okay i uh think i'm gonna go next since uh our first guy matt opted to go last so i'll share mine next and i agree with don i think in christ alone that's that's just one of those for the ages so i'm going to i'm going to second that notion and i'm also going to say i've got a co-pilot for that for that song called by faith um so I would say in Christ alone has been my favorite over the course of time, but over the last five years or so, I think by faith has risen right up there too in Christ alone. I just, I just, faith is such a crucial part not only to coming to the Lord but then living the life that we live as Christians. Um, I just, I just love that song, so it's, it's been growing on me for, like I said, a good five years. And I think that's also a Getty song, too. I mean, it's like, is there any other modern hymn writers that we even refer to? I don't know. Maybe, maybe there are some, but they seem to be the dominant hymn writers of our day. Very, very good hymn writers. So those are mine. So we'll turn th- turn it over to Matt now.
0: Yeah, so I've got I've got two runner ups um, and uh, two of the songs I've got are from sovereign grace. If you guys have listened to any of their stuff, mm. uh, over the years, they they put out some great stuff, but, uh, Oh, great. God is, uh, is wonderful. You guys, I'll, I'll tease that. You guys will hear that again here in a couple episodes. Um, not so much in a trivia, but uh, I think related to sanctification, uh, it's so good. Um, and then actually Matthew Westerholm wrote a song when he was at Parkside church, which is a church just up the road that Alistair begs at here in Cleveland. Um, he wrote a song called the first place, which is so good. Um, it's, it's, it's a fantastic uh, song about the preeminence of Christ. Um, but, uh, there is a song that sovereign grace put out, Oh man, probably, I don't know, seven or eight years ago called all I have is Christ. Uh, there is an animation on YouTube that is really, really good that goes along with that as well. Uh, but that song is pretty, is pretty incredible. Um, and so that's, uh, That'd be my favorite.
3: All I have is Christ. Yeah, it's funny. I was mentioning the Gettys being dominant, but of course, Sovereign Grace, they have come out with a lot of great music, too. And I'm not sure a couple of, that came to mind. I'm not sure if they originated with Sovereign Grace. But once Matt said it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I really like Before the Throne of God quite a bit, too. And I will glory in my redeemer. Those are other two two recent songs that I really like quite a bit. But. All right, well, good, good. That's uh, interesting to hear. We did not have any. Well, Don and I kind of had a match, but outside of that, we were pretty, uh, pretty unique in our picks. So that was, that was good. All right, let's uh, throw it over to Ben for the feel good story of the week.
4: Thanks, Ryan. Um, yeah, so this time of year is uh, basketball time. At least it is in our house. We like watching a lot of college basketball and, and high school basketball and that sort of thing. So my feel good story this of the week is about a. Um, smaller uh, Minnesota high school basketball team uh, in New London, Spicer. And kind of the unique thing up there, uh, the, it's a girls basketball team. They're currently the number one ranked team. Uh, our state tournament for Minnesota starts next week uh, due to some delays with starting the season with with COVID and all of that. So our tournament's running a little later this year, and, and they're certainly a favorite to uh, do well at the tournament. But they've got four daughters that all play um together on that team and uh, so that's kind of cool by itself but on top of that the coach at new london spicer he's been there for 41 years very successful coach but the detail i would add is that um yeah so the coach's name is mike dryer and i would add that when he was just starting out his coaching career he had the opportunity to um Uh, bring a high schooler who was about ready to get transferred to another uh, foster home and bring him into his home so he could stay in new london spicer area and continue to go to school and finish out his high school days and so earl rich uh, was the guy's name he was a high schooler at the time and now all these years later he is the father of the four daughters that are all playing together on the new london spicer team so uh just kind of a cool story of um you know something uh, really positive good act from a long time ago has now come back and and really uh, been a a cool story again to hear these four daughters all doing well for a pretty successful basketball team and it all started uh, partly uh, because this their dad was able to stay in that area and finish out his high school career and has lived there since then and and all because of a of a young coach at the time, just starting out as a teacher and coach, being willing to let him come in and, and live with him for three years to finish out high school.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Good, uh, good story, Ben. All right. Uh, this episode uh, brought to you by Bugles. Bugles, <laughs> the salty treat that you can eat during any podcast. Bugles. All righty. We're going to uh, transition uh, into Fix Your Eyes. We're going to take a look at uh, a really uh, special passage this week, uh, 2 Peter 1, 3 through 11. It says, His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence, by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises, so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire. For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue, and virtue with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with steadfastness, and steadfastness with knowledge, uh, and knowledge with self-control, and, pardon me, so knowledge with self-control, self-control with steadfastness, and steadfastness with godliness. And Godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For whoever lacks these qualities is so nearsighted that he is blind, having forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. Therefore, brothers and sisters, be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election. For if you practice these qualities, you will never fall. For in this way there will be richly provided for you an inheritance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and this this uh, this passage has been was pretty special to me uh, back in college because Casey and I actually memorized this passage and it was really a special time. Um, in our relationship and I know it's uh, as we're talking about sanctification, uh, there's a lot to this but the question I want to pose to you guys is uh, what are your thoughts on assurance and perseverance uh, from this passage and any, any other thoughts you might have so um, in this uh, this one we'll start off with uh, Ben.
4: Thanks Matt. yeah there's some great stuff to try to dig out of this passage here. I guess you know when you when you bring up uh, perseverance, uh, the thing that comes to mind, is uh, actually something Jeremy said on a previous podcast about um, talking with a, a retired pastor that there, his desire was to, to to persevere was to finish well. Lean into the tape, I think, was the phrase that he had mentioned to Jeremy, and and that's what comes to me here. You know, just um, the the process of sanctification and the um, God, kind of never, never giving up on us, always um, staying with us and, and pouring into us. And if we can just have that openness and, and willingness to to learn and to um, persevere, you know, it says right in the verse there that we'll never stumble and we'll receive a, a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, no, that's uh, that's certainly good. Uh, some good insight there. Uh, Don, what are your thoughts?
2: Well, just like, uh, just as you were having trouble, uh, speaking through all that list of, uh, uh, things Peter was laying out for us to be, uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, man, I, I, I got a bone to pick with Peter when we get to heaven someday, just because of the fact that all those things just overwhelm overwhelmed me, man. I am like, Oh my goodness, I got to do all of these things. Um, but thankfully, um, you know, uh, Christ is, is, is spirit uh, his spirit has is living within us and with his spirit comes um, power and it is possible to do these things although it will take our lifetime no doubt to to be able to to come close to to uh you know mastering them all but i rem- I'm reminded of a Message that uh, Pastor Grochelle, who was uh, uh, a, a, on YouTube, I've been following his uh, sermons on YouTube, and Len, um, I love this guy. He is a, a great communicator, and um, he 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 spoke about something similar to this, and he said, "Just do one thing well, and you'll be amazed at how." these things start to fall into place. You know, just do one of those things well and then you'll start to see that God starts working in your life and and your and the spirit takes control and things start um, you know, just kind of um, you know, falling if you if falling into place if you will. Um, so so that's what uh th- one of the things that yeah that when when we talked about this passage that jumped out of me.
0: Yeah, it's good. Instead of getting caught up in doing everything at once, yeah, simplify, focus on one thing. Uh, it's a good good thought, Ryan. What are your what
3: do you think? Well, I think this uh, portion of Second Peter is is interesting because again, this is toward the end of his life, and we know what he's saying. He he really wants to clearly communicate and get the message out. Of course, he's under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And there should be consistent themes we're seeing, and we do see between his writings and Paul's writings, even though a little bit of variation there. Going back to what we were talking about in Galatians 5, uh, but I, I love how he lays out this roadmap, you know, going through all those traits that you read off Matt. Uh, but but the three that kind of stood out to me as we think about our previous conversations related to uh, putting to death the things of the flesh and keeping in step with the Spirit. But he talked about establishing knowledge. How do we get knowledge? We're in the word of God. And then after that, self-control. And what is, what does that look like? Well, that is putting to death the flesh, putting yourself last, uh, serving God, serving others. And you do that long enough, and there's the next idea of steadfastness. I mean, it becomes part of your life. And this is a roadmap to success in a Christian life. Again, similar to what we saw from the writing of Paul in Galatians 5, uh, but we're getting just a glimpse of what was on Peter's mind toward the end uh, end of his life here. And as far as assurance and perseverance, I think the question is, if you're not seeing these things lived out in your life, I, I think it's it's good to, to question if you're truly saved. But a true believer, I believe, will be seeing growth in these areas over the course of his life as the Spirit works out sanctification in that individual's life. Um, and so th- those are my, my quick thoughts uh, going through this passage. Uh, Jeremy?
1: I I love this passage, too, and I love it because of the fact that it does give us that assurance that I think so many people in this world are craving and are really, in some cases, starving for. And I think that's fleshed out by what people go and try to satisfy uh, the inner man with. I, in this passage, the the two words that jump out at me uh, to start at to to start out with in verse three, he says, "This divine power has granted to us all." And then he says the word "granted" again in verse four, that he is basically not he he's gifted and given us these very great and precious promises. And the promise that he's given us is to know Christ. And if we know Christ. And Christ is in us because we have been adopted into his family and we have the Holy Spirit within us. Then all of these things that Peter in in the latter part of this passage says, I, I just want to stir you up to all these. Don't forget about them. I know you know about them, but don't forget about them. But because we have these great and precious promises, that means we are uh, we do have our salvation and it is an eternal salvation. And he's saying, look, you've got a lifetime of progressive sanctification in front of you. You've got to go after this stuff and you've got to pursue it with all your heart. And so to do all of these things, I agree with Don, that's that's a cumbersome task because our flesh and the things that we want to do really don't, don't <laughs> jive with that on a daily basis. And admittedly, even sometimes on, on an hourly basis, if not even, even smaller increments of time than that. But the fact that we are in Christ, that he gives us his Holy Spirit to live within us, and that we are able to even do this at at a small level uh, is a very great and precious promise. And to know that Jesus loves us and and has us and has called us his own. So I'm thankful for those great promises. And I'm thankful for the fact that he has gifted us everything and granted to us everything that we need to live right here, right now, godly. Uh, And I'm thankful for that truth.
0: As I take a look at this passage I think I think the order is obviously is obviously intentional that that Peter listed it right so incredible encouragement in verses 3 and 4 his divine power has granted us everything we need for life and godliness like you know if you think you're lacking anything you're not you've got it and it's and it's given to us through these great and precious promises um that through them because of the promises who Christ is you may become partakers of the divine nature. And then he goes into this long list of stuff that we talked about. But I think he gives us the encouragement. Hey, this is, it's it's my power in you to go do these things. Now you still have the responsibility to go be diligent in those things and and, and go add to your faith. Uh, because I think that's that, that's the responsibility. We're not puppets in this. Um, we still have a we still have a will that you know as as we talked about uh, can either be empowered for righteous living or can be empowered for fleshly living uh, as we talked about in Galatians five. I do think it's hint- interesting and uh, you know as far as like you go to verse nine after it gives that long list um, it says hey if you're increasing these these things in verse eight. Um, It's going to keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful, but I think there's been times maybe in all our lives, or we've certainly known people that have questioned their salvation, right? And I think this is probably a good passage to challenge them to come to and say, hey, there is a there is a place where believers can, if you lack these qualities, you can be so nearsighted to blindness that you can forgot you have forgotten that you've been cleansed from your from your former sins. And I think it's just a very strong reminder, a very strong warning to get your eyes back onto uh, Christ and that divine power, and have Him work that out through you. Uh, but it's it's uh, it's it's certainly a, a challenge, and we should be evaluating ourselves. But then He closes it out. Um, be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election. I think he just seals the deal as far as, yes, it is through his divine power, but we do bear a responsibility in that. So uh, again, just a challenge for for us and to anybody who's listening uh, to be very active in your sanctification. You know, not to think that okay, I'm saved and and so now I've got heaven. So now just whatever I do on this earth, no, I think I think it matters as we talked about in previous podcasts with. With Robbie. you know, you you never want to assume that 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 you know, and you don't want to let those the sins that can maybe get uh, behind the scenes come up and, and unseat and, and demonstrate that you probably were never even a believer at the at the outset. So I think this is though an incredibly encouraging passage. I think it also can be a very, a, a strong warning passage um, to to us as believers as well. So um, just yeah, certainly grateful for for Peter's insight on this. All right, that's a wrap on episode 29 on this, the 21st day of March, year of our Lord, 2021. This was Six in the Mix, talking faith, family, sports, and politics. Find our episodes on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast content. Review us and leave a comment. Visit our Facebook page at Six in the Mix podcast. And comment on what topics you'd like us to discuss. We are also on Twitter at 6 in the Mix Pod. Join us on our Journey.